that is recording. Testing one, two, three. Um, now we're going on to Zoom. You'll hear a recording, and then I will start. Okay? Take a deep breath, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, ladies. All right. Here we go. You guys will do wonderful. Don't worry. And I can always edit, so. Recording in progress. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in for uh, the month of February, Black History Month. This is your host, Sheila Buon Joseph. We are hosting on the podcast, Thick Chicks with a Thought. And I appreciate you guys coming in and tuning in. Today, our topic is, um, I am a Christian, but not a Bible thumper. And we've all come in contact with a couple of people like that. And this is going to be our platform to speak and to talk and just have an intimate conversation between friends. And by friends, I mean I have two lovely ladies here with me. um, And I will let them introduce themselves. Um, And these are people that are in my inner circle um, that are very close to me and very dear to me. So without further ado... I would like to introduce the lady to my left with the lovely angel behind her. Madame, would you please introduce yourself? Hi, I am Roxy Green Yahweh. Yes, you do. And may I ask you, where are you from? I am born and raised in Lynn, Massachusetts. Lynn, Massachusetts. That sin, sinful place called Lynn. No, no, no. Just kidding. Lynn Lynn. Don't even go there. Lynn <laughs> Lynn, the city Sin- of Ham. Ham. Okay, sure. Ham. Ham. Meaning our Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Church folk try to change it up a little bit. <laughs> yes, I understand. I understand. And my lady to my right is. My name is Michelle Neptune Born. Yes. Born and raised in Chapel, Haiti. Mm-hmm. And. Currently living in Randolph, Massachusetts. All right. And you may notice the last name, Buon. Yes, she is my sister. She looks pretty, but yes. you can't see her because she's not not turning on the camera, which is fine. Which is fine. So we are going to have a little intimate conversation about um, our spirituality. So um, I'll ask uh, you, Miss Roxy, um, when did you come in? When did you become spiritual um <laughs> when were you introduced to the lord how about that when were you introduced to the lord i grew up going to the salvation army church oh. here in lynn okay and um so we went we were sent to sunday school and um i used to work at a christian camp the salvation army camp and that's a shame Oh, it's Sharon Mass, Camp Wonderland. And so I was surrounded by people of faith. Um, I questioned and wondered and knew there was a God, but I didn't really start walking with him. I enjoyed going to church and, you know, Mm -hmm. um, meeting people of faith. But my relationship walking with the Lord was as when I um, had my son. I was raising him by myself. I didn't want him to be out there in the world. I wanted him to have a foundation, a base that I had. Um, 
Oh, so you say you son, and and again, I know who you are, and I have to let these uh, folks out here in Radio Land know who you are. So I'm going to ask you questions that I already know, but uh, okay. just for them to know. And so, how many how many children do you have? I have three. Mm. I have adult children now. Oh, adult um, children now. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, Joshua's the oldest. And he has given me two beautiful sons. So I'm a grandmother. Okay, very good. Um, and then Onaje. Okay. And the youngest is my daughter, Zinara. Oh, wonderful. Um, now, are you married? I am. You are. Well, that's wonderful. My husband's name is Dixon. Dixon, okay. And Dixon Iyawe, and he reads from Nigeria. Okay. Benin City, Nigeria. Benin City. Okay, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Now, um, Michelle, how how many children do you have? I have four wonderful sons. Ooh, yes. Oh, boy, wonderful mom, that's sons. beautiful. <laughs> yes. They're, they're my four kings over there. I call them kings. But, you know, right. but I just, I, I'd rather not tell them that because their heads get, you know. But they know. They they can see it just from the love, the love. Right, right, that's right. <laughs> now, Michelle, when have you? When did you come in contact with the Lord? That you just you know really felt that well, His presence was there. Back home, mm -hmm. I was like born and raised Catholic. Even went to nun school, and at a certain point, I thought I would I was going to become a nun myself. So moving to the U.S. and continued everything I've done, you know, with the Catholic Church, like being married there, mm -hmm. uh, being confirmed, everything. I, the, the, the last thing that I have left to do there is just like the last sacrament, like they say. But for the past few years, I, we've been kind of like studying the Word and going into the Word ourselves. So I've kind of stopped going to church and kind of really looking for God from what the good book says and not what we've been taught. So... I would say I was always looking for God, even if I was, used to go to church, to Catholic school and everything. But deep down inside, you know, because even when I met your brother, we, we kind of even went and studied the Bible together, go to church together. But we've been listening to a lot of other uh, teachers out there talking about God, and it kind of like was kind of in conflict with what we've been taught. So we took it upon ourselves to not really hearing what people are saying, like, uh, the Catholic people, you know, and then kind of like going and uh, in going into the word ourselves every Saturday. We go even with the children. We go into the word, into the book, and trying to understand. Of course, like praying that the Holy Spirit will kind of you know, teach us what we need to know, mm -hmm. and not from what other people have taught us. So we're still kind of like in search of God. We're always searching for God and. We're kind of like trying to follow what the Bible says and not what we've been taught for like years and years. Mm -hmm. Now, can I ask you, um, do your children, um, both of you ladies, do your children accept the Lord? Being in their teenage and adult years, I know some people may stray off and say, hmm, yeah, that's just not for me. But do your children believe, at least believe that there's a, a God? Anybody can talk. <laughs> okay. Not, not just nodding. Because <laughs> they won't see that. <laughs> um, 
um, my children were all baptized young. When uh, um, my oldest was a baby, I um, was going to um, St. Stephen's Church because I had left the Salvation Church. You know, we can tend to stray from what we were, what we did when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had gone to St. Stephen's looking for a church home, and, and he was sprinkled with the water. They, I forget what they call that. But, um, but in Zion, our church home now, they all accepted the Lord as the Savior, and then they were immersed. Baptists believe, believe in the full body immersion mm-hmm. and announcing that, you know, you believe in God. And, it's, and you, Michelle? Well, the children, they all believe in God, but they have been baptized as children. So personally, like as, you know, Elijah being 20, 21, Caleb 19, and uh, 12 and six and able to be 16 they've never really kind of like decided themselves like like i've done sometimes and i was like kind of submerging to the water when i was when i was without in when i was in college so but they do believe in god and they are striving to know god more and more okay now um do you feel now as you as you guys come into the faith learning about god did you have to stray away from friends or even family members because of your belief? Yes. Can, yes. You, tell me, can you tell me that experience? Um, <laughs> every day, I usually get those, those blank stares like, mm, I don't want to share this anymore. All you do is talk about that. All you do is quote scripture. <laughs> but it helps me because I'm studying to show myself a proof to the Lord. You know, I want my relationship with the Lord to be right. Um, and so I share. Um, a lot of people don't like it. And some people I have to have had to um, love them from a distance. And um, because the word of God is not to be debated. And so I am learning wisdom when to <laughs> speak and when not to speak. And some of that wisdom is okay. It's not safe to be around this person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pray for them. Yes. Absolutely. I've come to the point to be able to pray for those who persecute. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it's family, it's the same thing. Just that. From a distance. And not judge them because we all have to come to the Lord in our own time. God gives us free will, so Mm -hmm. I don't have the right to enforce. Okay. And how about you, Michelle? But to share. Sorry. Michelle? Well, actually, I've never had to stay away from my family because of it. Because I'm still kind of looking myself. I'm still not there yet. It's like a work in progress. But I do believe that you shouldn't be pushing, you know, Christ on people like that because actually it's kind of like the way you live your life should be like a testimony. People will see that you're changing and all that, and then they'll be asking and wanting to know, oh, what does she have? I yes. wonder what she has. I want that. Amen. So even God, like uh, Sister Roxy, that's what I'm right, said, that gives you free, free will. So you shouldn't be pushing people 
by just leading your life in going in the right direction, people will see. You don't have to speak. Okay. I mean, now, of course, if you love someone, like if you love Christ, like whoever, if you love a human being, you cannot stop talking about that person. Mm -hmm. So it, it goes the same for God. It's always good to be talking about what the Creator did for you, or our Savior yeah. Jesus, what He did. It's always mm -hmm. good to be speaking it, but not pushing it on people. You, even I take some time in the Bible, it says, like, "Do not throw your pearl to the pigs and stuff." So you don't you don't have to do that, but by the way you live your life, the fruit that you bring out, people will see, and that will be a reflection of God's myself. love, and then people will want to have what you have. That is absolutely right, and I feel that if if you're in a position where you are having a conversation with a person, and it becomes too heated, it's best just to walk away, and just pray for them. And hope that they, you know, they find God on their own way. Um, mm -hmm. But do you guys feel that if you were brought to, if if God were to ask you, my child, how have you, you know, brought the word to this particular person that you were having conflict with? How would you guys answer? For me, I'm a <laughs> strong-minded individual. Um... I'm sorry, you said you're not strong-minded? <laughs> okay. Sure, I just wanted to clarify. Because I know you. <laughs> I am very strong-minded. And I have to be obedient to the Lord mm -hmm. and where he tells me to go. When I became a minister, um, when God called me to the ministry, I um, the scripture in Isaiah, um, when... Um, Lord, when Jesus said, text and say, Good job, shall I sent? Um, and then the voice of the Lord heard, Here am I, send me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that sometimes means having to be in difficult situations. <laughs> and so I asked for guidance and I asked for not me to be seen, but God to be seen through me. And that doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. Anything yes. that's worth it is not easy. Okay. Um, now, but God will always guide us. So. Yes, absolutely. Now, um, here's a difficult question, and I've, I've, I've um, <clears throat> wrestled with this a little bit. Uh, how about if one of your family member who has become either of um, decides that they want to worship um the the other person or the other spirit and yeah. they come to try to debunk you and say this is not what's happening this is not what's happening you need to come and worship me what 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 would you say to that person either of you can can answer well Definitely not because they're not God. Only God is to be worshipped. So you kind of try, try to find a way. I mean, lovingly, of course, but at a certain point, if it's getting, because I don't know this exact situation, but at a certain point, you have to kind of know there's a line that you cannot cross. Only God is to be worshipped because he's the only one true living God. And no one else, it doesn't matter if it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, it doesn't matter. They cannot be worshipped because that would be kind of going against the first commandment, like, you shall not know the God but me. So you cannot go, you cannot cross that line. 
Now, I know that there's people who, um, who, who put uh, different types of God in front of them, and they may not even know that they're doing it. How, how can you bring that light to them? Let's say <clears throat> they, they worship money. Or they worship, you know, the, you know, the fine clothing, the, the hair, or the, um, just anything. How would you, how would you come to them and say, hey, listen, you know, if, if this is a, a personal friend, how would you steer them and say, yo, is this, this is really not important? How, how would you do that? Again, that, for me, that's. The word of God is not to be debated. The truth is the truth. Mm -hmm. And um, you can come up against people who want to question your faith. And all you can share is what your experience is. Mm -hmm. But there will be people who will just <laughs> just to, um, to go to or bait you um, to try to do that. And that's where wisdom really has to come in. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, in, in that situation, we really, really have to pray. And we're not God. No. So we can't make somebody. God gives us free will. We can't make somebody love him. But he is always ready and has his arms wide open to for all of us to come in, you know, and to have that relationship with him. And I believe Michelle said something about mm -hmm. Our life being the example for it, um, you know, and that's all you can do. But the biggest thing you can do is to pray for them, you know, because I do have people in my family who believe in God, and they are uh, what is it or something like that. They worship the Lord, and we're all uh, no, I'm sorry, worship Satan. Mm -hmm. and, you know, all I can do is pray for them, but they disowned me, so I don't see them anyway. <laughs> so, you know, but when when someone crosses my heart, I, I pray for them, you know, and they have put themselves in a position that, you know, I'm not a part of their family, which, you know, what can you do with that except, if, you know, I hear you. Um, well, <clears throat> let's say um, a, a person comes to you um, and they <coughs> want to know who, how, how could they get to know God? How, how did you, how did, let's say, okay, Michelle, I, I'm coming to you, not as a woman of God. But I'm saying to you, how did you get to know him? How how can I get to know him? What would you say to me, to, to the listeners out there? Well, the best place to start is with that beautiful love letter that God has written to us in this, the, the Bible. Oh, Hallelujah. Dear, dear Sheila, you are the best in the world. Is that the letter? Yes. <laughs> I love you. Son died for you. So, Hallelujah. first of all, you you express, you know, whatever you've been through, your Can personal you life. You just share the that with them. And then the we did the always kind of go to the book and show them, you know, how God loved them. Mm -hmm. You kind of 
read the scripture with them, Bible study, mm-hmm. everything. And then, but plus, it's not just saying words, though. It's just that always it comes down to how are you living your life. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is wonderful, wonderful. Um, okay, let, let me say to, this to you, Miss um, Roxy. I'm, I'm a teenager. Whatever, Miss Roxy, whatever. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> how are you going to tell me, say, listen, that's not how you act. How how, um, how how are you gonna guide that guide guide that individual? Carefully with the same love that that God gives us. That's what we're supposed to show first and foremost. And mm-hmm. I have learned in my journey that um, the only way that we're going to and it's funny you asked this question because I was sharing it with someone earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way we get to know God is by reading the Word. And speaking with him, mm-hmm. you know, praying and I'm studying. De- I'm de- I'm devil's advocate. How can I? He's not there. I can't see him. I can't feel him. How how am I going to talk to somebody? Sharing that's not an there? example of how he 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 helped you. Mm-hmm. And I could sit here all night and tell you different circumstances um, of how he's helped me. You know how I can call on him when I need him. Can I give an example? Absolutely. You got two, one minute. You shared one minute? You got one minute to friends. share. <laughs> um, an, uh, an example. When we worked together, I left the job because I got attacked. Mm-hmm. And I, my spine was damaged. And I felt it when it happened. Right. And the pain was severe. Mm-hmm. My life completely changed from what I knew before that attack. Mm-hmm. Um. And there was a time I was home. I think I caught you at work. (laughs) And I called you crying in pain. Mm -hmm. And it was through your prayers. And then by the time that we were finished, we were laughing. And I learned then that if I don't want to be bitter and angry, I have to go to God and call on him so that my spirit can be at rest. Right. When my spirit isn't at rest, then the pain increases tenfold. And so that right there, if I didn't know anything else, that right there was, you know, here I am feeling some kind of way. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be angry and I didn't want to be bitter. There was no other way I could do that without God's grace, without calling Mm -hmm. on someone to help me through that. And it's not just any someone. It has to be another believer so that you can get encouragement from other people. Mm -hmm. But when you're a person of faith, you need to be lifted up and and, um, prayed over. You know, um, and if you believe that, then you can start to see it in your life. Mm-hmm. I can give you many, many examples where I know that I was known by God that helped me. Absolutely. Or led me to. Absolutely. You know. Mm-hmm. And from the minute we met, there was that light that shone between us and it wasn't it wasn't us. Mm-hmm. It was God's grace that led us there. Okay. I don't know if, if no, that helped. No, that you. helped. That absolutely helped. So here is, I'm going to do a little game with you guys before our time is up. And it's a little Bible trivia. Okay? So, and anybody can, can I answer? Use my, my, 
No, you can't use Google. You better use your knowledge. Use your knowledge. Okay, here we go. What is the first miracle recorded in the Bible? Very good, very good. Uh, and, but okay, I got, I got a question though, because yeah. that's kind of like a miracle, like in the New Testament. How about God parting the sea and all of that? Those are miracles. God is part, yes, that is correct, is right? Which is absolutely, in, in, in go ahead, Michelle, go that. ahead, bring it to me, baby, bring it to me. All right. Next, next one this before my true. minutes are gone, Michelle. How many books are in the Bible? I want to say sixty-six. Yeah, good, <laughs> very good. And Miss Roxy, what two people in the Bible never died? AKA God took them up. I know that. And Eunuch, oh, I'm saying it wrong. The eunuch, I can't remember his name. In. Enoch, yes. Enoch and, and Elijah. And Elijah. Yeah. Enoch, Elijah. Elijah. That's Shout. right. Shout. And chariots of fire. Yes. That's right. And what relative of Jesus lived in the desert before becoming a preacher? Well, that's the one with the crying in the desert. Prepare the way of the Lord. Come on. Uh, with the, Come on, the guys. Honey and the, uh, what's his name? Uh... Come on! Ah, the one with the sandals. Ah, my, 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 my. John! <laughs> John the Baptist! Yeah, yes! Yeah, John, John the Baptist! Go ahead! Go ahead! Go ahead! Because he said he wasn't worthy enough right. to, to, to baptize Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes! So, right, right, right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come to. Girl, the you put end. that song notice. If you know so, you gotta tell me. No way. I just want to let you guys know that this has been an absolute pleasure for me to interview you guys. Um, I hope we are able to do this again. Unfortunately, my time is running out. Yeah, um, but One minute. That'd be fresh. Yes. And I wanted to let you guys know that um, I appreciate you all. Um, my uh, my listeners out there, I want to thank my host, Miss Roxy and Miss Michelle Buon for um, coming and participating. This is Sheila Buon Joseph handling. Um, I am a Christian and not a Bible thumper, so I appreciate you guys. And it's over. All right, let me call them. Oh, call your mom. <laughs> I got a call.